It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Live on a, on a beautiful Wednesday afternoon. I'm here with. I know, right? This week is... I'm all lost on dates right now. I'm here with Caesar. How's your day going so far, man? It's going well. I mean, I know I always talk about the weather, but no matter where you are, it's weather, so... Yeah, right? Yeah. It's another beautiful day out today. Yeah. Gorgeous weather outside. We have a great show for you today, everyone. We're going to hit our two normal topics we get to at this time of the year. We're going to talk about the NHL playoffs, the NBA finals, all that good stuff. And then we're going to have a really big segment where we're just hitting all the big betting trends, all the big news around pretty much every sport, going, um, both future and current, going on right now. But first, we're going to start with the NHL. You guys did it last night. Got the lightning at minus one and a half. Yeah. Good job for you guys. You're killing it with your NHL bets lately, Caesar. Some chill. You're on a, you're on a streak going. Um, not only did you bet the over or the under on that game? I think I bet the under. I think it. I think you did, and it did hit the under because last I saw it was at um, five and a half. It was at five and a half, yeah. and there was five goals. Remember, I was like five zero. I'll be straight with. But yeah, it was four one. So. Yeah, four one. They got the one and a half. They got the under. All around great day for your uh, for your pockets there. I'm yeah. sure. Um, next game is it looks like tomorrow at six uh, Mountain Standard Time back in New York. Um, does that does that affect going back to New York? Does that affect anything for you betting wise? Um, I think a little, just because Rangers won those first two games at home mm-hmm. and the way they've been playing at home. But I think I'm still gonna go with Lightning. But I'm not sure. I mean, I think at the beginning I picked Lightning in seven. I think that sounds about right. I yeah. Mean, so I mean, we'll see. Yeah, I still like the Lightning bet. They seem to um. This is what you get when you get these teams who have won championships. You're not too worried when they're down 2-0. You're not even worried if they're down like 3-1. Like you think they have a chance to come back right. when they have this much star power, this much um, championship experience. You know that you're never out of a series, no matter um, what it's looking like early, even if you are the road underdogs in the series. Right. So I do, I do still like the lightning bet. Um, and like we were talking about before, Lightning were like 18 and 0 following a loss, but yep. they lost after game one, but now they're back. And that was huge for them. And like you said, they have that championship caliber. And I think Tampa should get ready to face the Av soon. But. Yeah, I think that is what um, the matchup is looking like right now. You do have to, I think, you do have to look at it from both sides where, like, yeah, the Lightning got two wins in a row but can they win like four games in a row in the nhl playoffs that's really tough yeah you know i mean the rangers did get off to that 2-0 start yeah so i think both teams are kind of playing with house money right now obviously if they're you're the rangers you probably have a little bit more pressure on you because of that 2-0 start yeah but you know that going back home it's at least tied so you don't have a ton of pressure and for game five yeah and they're riding that eight yeah they're on an eight game home winning streak in the playoffs yeah so and New York looks like a really tough place to play. 
Um, New York fans are passionate people in general, no matter what the sport is. Right. Um, and so when you're when they're good, they will let New York fans will let you know when they're good. Yeah. They'll also let you know when they're bad. But right now the Rangers are really really good, and they'll let you know when you're playing there. Just how good they are. But also, this isn't even like the best team that the Lightning have faced. I mean, they've swept the best team in the NHL, quote-unquote. Yep. So, winning four straight for this team is not something unheard of. And, I mean, they have the keeper to do it. They've shown that they have the defense as well. I mean, holding them to 4-1 last game was huge for them. And, you know, I don't know. Who's going to win the, how do you say it? The Vesna trophy? The Vesna. Vesna. Is it Shesterkin, you think? It'll come down to Shesterkin and Vasilevsky. Yeah. I, I've seen a lot more support in for Shesterkin. He probably had the stronger year. I haven't actually looked at the numbers. Yeah. yeah. My guess would be Shesterkin, but in a must win, in a must win game, in a go home, uh, go big or go home type game, I mean, Andre Vasilevsky is the be- is as good as it gets, and there's nobody on his level when in these must win games. He's looked like it the last two games for sure. Was there anything like big takeaways you had from uh, last night's game, Andrew? The Lightning found their groove. Yeah, it took them uh, two games more than I thought it would to find that to find their swagger, get it back. Yeah, but now that they're they're rolling, and when the Lightning are rolling, it's thunder a, ensues. Yeah, it's a scary thing for sure. They are a um, pretty classic <laughs> example of what the um, Avs could be going through in the next round. You know, the Lightning got the sweep, moved on really quickly, had all that rest. Yeah. And it showed the first two games just kind of how rusty it is, especially like we talked about yesterday when it comes to goaltending. Um, it's not as crisp the first couple of games back. Yeah. You need to see those shots coming at you in live game with other guys trying to score on you. It's not the same as doing it in practice. Um, and, and so you can it's, practice all you want to, but there's there's no nothing that can prepare you for game speed. Yeah, you can practice all day long, but you're not going to take you're not going to really be hitting your own guys. You're yeah, not exactly. Be playing at your full will, so you're not hurting your own teammates. Game speed is completely different than anything practice can get you ready for. Yeah, yeah for That's sure. That's why I, I hate sweeps. Yeah, in these kind of situations, I mean, more t- like ninety percent of the time, if you sweep the semi or the, the the conference finals in the NBA major league baseball the NHL you tend to not perform to your level in the finals because you sat for 8 days practicing against players who aren't actually hitting you mm-hmm. right. you're not trying your best you're not seeing actual game speed type play yeah and then we we saw we see that all the time if you sweep um yeah the last team that i've seen that swept a a semi championship round and won the actual finals was the 2019 Nationals. Okay. They swept the Cardinals and yeah. they still won the World Series, but that was such an outlier. Yeah. I I think of um the goalie position very similar to the quarterback position in football where we're seeing all these highlights of Russell Wilson throwing these deep passes, doing all these crazy things in practice. We have no idea how good it'll look with pads against another team because we're not hitting Russell Wilson. Right. Obviously the goalies are getting shots put on them in practice. Um, so it is a little bit different, but they're not getting the same type of second effort right. on a rebound, or they're not getting the same type of like screening from a um, your own teammates during practice. The lights aren't as bright. Yeah, so I, th- I definitely think that um, goaltending specifically is like the one thing in hockey where rust really can kick in. Yeah, and I guess you're Sturkin's favorite to win MVP too. Is there a name for MVP? 
<laughs> Andrew's yeah. paused. And it looks like Braden Point is out for the Lightning still, too. So, I mean, he's one of their best scorers. So. Mm-hmm. That could be huge for the next series when scoring might be at a premium. Yeah. Um, I think Andrew's looking up the MVP odds oh, bad. now. Well, the, the the NHL's MVP is technically called the Hart Memorial Trophy. Mm-hmm. And I don't think a goalie can win it. Oh, really? <laughs> no, I, uh, that's a weird position to win, I think, for sure. Yeah, everybody that's won it. I think in my lifetime has been a forward. Oh, okay. And right now, I believe the favorite is either Connor McDavid or that kid from Mon- from the uh, Maple Leafs. Oh, really? Austin wow. Matthews. That's interesting. I'm trying to um, find it's it on... because they ha- they do have their own trophy, which yeah. is the Vesna. Oh, okay. That's why a goaltender tends to not be in that. It's, it's, like, it's like the MLB and the Cy Young. It's MLB and Cy Young. It's like a defensive player winning the NFL MVP. Yeah. Oh, because okay. they have their own trophy, they have their own award. Like they don't tend to get that type of recognition unless it's just unless they're like light years ahead of everybody else that could e- even be in consideration. And That's how- why Justin Verlander won the MB- won the AL MVP in 2011, and then Clayton Kershaw in 2015. They were so much better than the the best hitter that mm. they were the kind of the runaway winner. But did Patrick Waugh win one when he was here? Do you remember that, or did he just win? The award for goalies. I believe the last uh, Avalanche to win that to win the that award was Peter Forsberg in 03. Okay, Forsberg. and I'm not seeing Wah. Okay, I couldn't remember if Wah has an actual MVP or if he just has the goalie award. Yeah, Sarkic in 2001. Okay, yeah, I'm not seeing Wah. Those are just some hockey names if I ever heard some. Right. Um, speaking of awards, the Conn Smythe Trophy. I don't remember. Can you remember, um, remind me what that's for? I almost put this cliff bar back in my mouth. I'm so <laughs> uh, It is the playoff MVP. Oh, okay. Um, Kale McCarr is the current favorite to win that award. Did you see what um, Wayne Gretzky said about him? He's uh, the, the next Bobby Orr. Yeah. He, and he also said that he was the best player on the um, ice every game from the last series. Wow. Pretty high praise from the best player to ever play the sport. Yeah. It's kind of like if um Michael Jordan said that about like Jason Tatum. Jeez. A young player coming into his own like that, you yeah. know. It's just a very huge um compliment to a um for a young player. How old and, is Kale? Oh, uh, like I want to say like in his I believe he's 23. Yeah. Wow. About about um somewhere in between us. I think is about right. Yeah. Um and then yeah, 23, Calgary, Canada. <laughs> Actually, I take that back. 2015, Carey Price won the heart. Hey. All right. Like, more so recent, it has happened. More okay. recent than we thought. And only the fourth time it's happened where a goaltender has won the heart. So would you say the Vesnia holds more weight than the MVP or no? It's not It's not equatable. Mm. It's. I it, think it's like you're. You're. Com- it's two completely different styles of of play. It's two completely different positions. Yeah, yeah. I think it's th- even with that question, it still is a pretty good comparison with the Cy Young and that award. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the, a pitcher doesn't go into a season looking to win the MVP. He's going into it looking to win the Cy Young. Right. You know, you think they should have offensive NFL MVP and defensive NFL MVP, or you think that's defensive player of the year? I think that's just defensive yeah. and offensive player of the year. I think they need to change the MVP award to just the best quarterback award, too. Yeah, honestly. Like, that's just what we're coming to at this point. Yeah. Um, real quick, before we hit our first break, tomorrow, 
Um, you're not going to be on tomorrow, so I want to get your opinion on who you have for the Lightning Rangers game tomorrow. I'm going to go... I'm going to go... Gosh. I think I'm going to go... Rangers are favorite at uh, plus 110, so it's almost a coin flip. I'm going to go Lightning and under five and a half. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I read that wrong. The Rangers are actually underdogs at plus 110. The Lightning are favorite. Yeah, and they're but, at home, man. I might go Rangers in under five and a half and then Lightning force the game seven. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm going to do. All right. What about you? Um, I'm going to go with the Lightning at the um, puck line. It's at plus 190 for that. Okay. And the way they're playing, I think that's a, I think that's a decent bet. Yeah. Um, we're going to hit our first break. On the other side, we're going to talk NBA Finals. This is the Denver Sports Betting Show. This is the Denver Sports Betting Show. The latest odds, previews, and picks every weekday afternoon at 3. And we're back talking NBA Finals. Um, and Yell and I were talking about this before the show. He's riding with the Celtics. He picked them before the series. He's riding with them um, tonight specifically because he and I both noticed, I don't know if you saw this this morning, the Celtics have not lost back-to-back games in almost 54 games. Wow. It's like happened one time in the last 54 games. They've lost back-to-back games. It's going to happen tonight. Hasn't happened in the postseason <laughs> yet. They're 6-0 and off a loss right now, yeah. which is pretty incredible. Who um, have they beat to get here? Who did they play round one? They played. They played. The, they swept the Nets. Swept the Nets. They beat Bucks. the um, Bucks, and then they beat the Heat. Yeah. Um, and so then Warriors played Grizzlies. No. The Nuggets, Grizzlies, Grizzlies. Um, Mavs. Yeah. So just on that topic, I've seen this debate. Um, a little bit on social media. Who do you think's had the tougher road to get here? I think, um, I think the Celtics have. Yeah, I mean they played Giannis, arguably one of the best players in the league. They played Kevin Durant, arguably one of mm-hmm. the best players in the league, and then they played playoff Jimmy Butler. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. what would, about you? I'm gonna agree with that mostly because I think the Warriors, if all teams were fully healthy. If every team they all played against were fully healthy, I think the Warriors would have had a harder time because I think the Nuggets, Nuggets, Grizzlies, Mavs, fully healthy are better than the Nucks, than the Nets, Bucks, um, Heat. Do you think they're better than the Heat? I think so. I mean, the Bucks, I mean. I think so. A fully healthy Bucks team? That's a tough one. But with Chris? I don't think so. That's a tough one. Yeah. But um, I think it's more matchup dependent than anything. Mm. Um. The Bucks might be the one exception to all this. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to agree with you that the Celtics, I think, had a harder time just because of all the breaks the Warriors did get. You know, the Warriors did get the Nuggets without Jamal and MPJ. Yeah. They got the Grizzlies with Dylan Brooks suspended a game. Ja and got Ja hurt. Got, got hurt. And then they played the Mavericks with... Just Luka. Just Luka. No Tim Hardaway, yeah. who was a big piece for them early in the year and, and all of last year. And Celtics had to play, what, two game sevens? Yep. Yeah. So, so they've had to play the pressure which is huge going into this game. Um, I do like the Celtics a little bit in this game for a lot of those reasons, but I'm I telling think, you, Steph hasn't played in one of these places yet. I know. It's going to be a brutal environment for the Warriors. The Warriors have not had a, to my knowledge, in this run of 
six finals in eight years. They have not played in a place nearly this impactful. Literally in the NBA. Cleveland. Yeah. Um, that's literally it. That's been the most pressure-filled place they've played. For six years. Yeah. And, For five years, I mean. Yeah. Just played Cleveland every year. And TD is a whole different ball game. Yeah. Um, I do think Ime is going to find a way to get Tatum on better matchups so he's not always stuck on the best defensive player for the um, Warriors. And I think that the I think the Warriors or the Celtics are perfectly content with letting Curry score 30 plus points a game. You think so? I think they're perfectly content with that as long as they aren't letting Wiggins go off for 20, Clay go off for 20, you know, as long as those guys right. aren't also chipping in. I think they're playing a very similar defense as to how they played against the Heat. They yeah. were just they just looked at it and go, if Jimmy can put up fifty and beat us, we're okay with that. But we're not gonna let Jimmy go off for twenty five and let three other guys go off for twenty. Yeah. You know, I think that's how the Celtics are looking at this series until they see Clay um come back to old Clay if he can come back this series. Game six, Clay. Yeah, yeah. If they can, if they can get him back, then the Celtics may have to change things up. Right. Um, but I think they're more than happy with sticking Marcus Smart on Curry and not doubling him, not doubling him too much, letting Smart just just try and wear down Curry more. Yeah, I agree with that. I wonder um, how many times Draymond's gonna get booed tonight. Oh, it's gonna be every time he touches the ball. I can't wait. That's why that Michigan State. Yeah, I, I see that. Draymond? Um, it's going to be very similar. Do you remember when... Um, did you watch the game where the Nuggets played against the Heat um, in Miami after Jokic um, got suspended for the game? With they the, were booing him? They booed Jokic every time he touched the ball. Yeah. I think it's going to be very similar to tonight because Draymond is one of those type of players. He's a polarizing guy. Not everyone likes him in the NBA. Yeah. Not every fan likes him. I think every fan should appreciate a little bit, at least a little bit, just how impactful he is in the game. Right. His numbers aren't going to look great. Um, He's just a competitor. Yeah, definitely. He's also just the glue on both sides of the court. But the thing about him that I don't really like is he'll be so quick to call out somebody. Mm -hmm. But as soon as they criticize him, he'll be like, oh, y'all never like me or blah, blah, blah. It's like, you got to take some criticism if you're going to hand it out too. Oh, yeah, for sure. On the court, Draymond... I have nothing against. It's Draymond off the court. Yeah. A little over. Yeah. Um, in fact, speaking of like the impact Draymond has in the game, um, Colin Coward on his show had a really um, controversial uh, topic where do? he said that Draymond Green um, is a, had more impact on winning than Russell Westbrook or John Wall ever had. Yeah. I agreed. I think that, or no, that wasn't, the whole thing it was um Draymond makes players better, better yeah. around him than I, Westbrook or Wall ever did. I agree about the Wall statement, but I don't agree about the Russ statement. See, I I agree with both. I, I think it's pretty similar. I mean, KD had career seasons with Russ there. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bradley Beal did. Yeah, I think James Harden did. I think these my are biggest Hall thing. of Fame players. Draymond's played with Steph and Clay. Yeah. And then when they were out, they won what fifteen games mm-hmm. with Draymond playing. I think my biggest thing is um Draymond to me made players better 
more than Westbrook solely because he did it uh, mentally. Westbrook mm. relied so much on his physical attributes, and you've seen the last couple of years where he's not, he's not, you know, the high-flying physical freak of nature that Westbrook was yeah. a few years ago. He's now slowly being a scapegoat on teams, and teams aren't performing as well with Westbrook on them as they used to. Draymond had never been a physical freak of nature, right? and yet he's still the same Draymond he was five years ago. You know? I just want to see Dre play with different players, too. Oh, I yeah. And that could... That can play into a large part of what Colin's saying too, because no, you only yeah, see him sure. play with two of the best shooters ever. I it mean, does make his job a lot easier. Yeah, if I played with the two best shooters ever and set a screen, I mean, yeah. what Draymond he, does is incredible. I love Draymond; he's one of my favorite players. But that's just e- to bring illegal up, screens. Yeah, just to bring up Russ and drag his name through the mud again. I'm like, Colin, why? Yeah, I understand I how you don't like Baker. Yeah, but Russ, I mean, every time people want to talk about Russell Westbrook all I've heard is that he's the great teammate yeah yeah no for sure I don't think that I would never argue that Westbrook's a great teammate mm-hmm. I just think on the court he makes a pretty decent point yeah um and set, speaking of Draymond Green and setting screens have you seen um those videos on social media about him just like tackling players yeah I don't know why those aren't called I don't he, get it he gets away with a lot more on the court than um he probably should. Yeah. Um, it, I think it all comes back to when um, he got suspended in that, like we talked about, when mm-hmm. he kicked LeBron. Yeah. I mean, they're like, we can't have that happen again. You can't have that question in the air if he plays. Yeah. Maybe Warriors win again. LeBron doesn't. So I think it all comes back to that. But like I said, sometimes you don't have to call a tech just because Draymond does something like yeah. that. I think they, they hand out techs way too easily in the NBA now. Makes no especially sense Especially since it's the finals. Yeah. Like, you should have to do something really egregious to get a tech in the NBA They finals. should get a power play or something. Right. Like, you gotta sit out for five minutes or four minutes. That'd be insane. Yeah, but... For sure. Like, he should have got two techs last game. Yeah. If, according to what we've run on the whole season, but just like you've said before, when it comes playoff time, refs don't call things the same. They swallow their whistle and... Yeah. But certain stuff, you got to stick to the rule book. That's why it's especially, the rule book. Especially if he did it and got called earlier in the game. Mm-hmm. You know, if he does it, if it's the first time, maybe he gets away a little bit. But if it's the second time that something's happened, you got to do something. Yeah. I love Draymond, man. Oh, <laughs> It's going to be a uh, fascinating game for sure. The um, I want to get your opinion on the total. It's set at 213.5. Oh, that's definitely going to hit. You think so? Yeah. I think I think that's not a bad um, bet for sure. It's at minus one ten on that. Both teams got to get what one hundred seven can yeah. easily do that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think the Warriors by themselves could get one hundred twenty exactly, and the Celtics could get one hundred fifteen. Yeah, you know. So I think that's a very good bet. Um, Warriors are underdogs going into this. I take it you like that bet a lot. Yeah, for at, sure. Plus one thirty, or even that plus three and a half. Yeah. yeah, you get better odds just going money line. Right. Um, but yeah, the three and a half isn't a horrible thing either. Um, I think, I think I'm going to, um, ride with the Celtics tonight. Okay. I think their momentum of being able to come up with adjustments from game to game, not letting it get to them multiple days in a row, um, will show out today. The first game in, um, first finals game in TD in what? It's like 12 years or something like that. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think the emotions are going to be running high. I think it's going to be a, 
a dogfight in this game, and I think that the Celtics just on defense alone will be able to come up with enough stops. Like, yeah. You think Paul Pierce and KG will show up in all them? I think so. Yeah. I think at least Paul Pierce. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure about KG or Rondo or any of that, or Ray Allen. Yeah, I don't think Rondo will. No. Rondo don't care. Rondo doesn't care. He yet. went to the Lakers and won a championship. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think at least Paul um, Pierce will be Yeah, there, I for agree sure. With that. We're going to hit another break. And on the other side, we're going to get to the big news going around just all sports. This is the Denver Sports Betting Show. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Denver Sports Betting Show. The latest odds, previews, and picks every weekday afternoon at 3. Woo! And we're back talking just the general betting trends, big news going around pretty much every league um, in sports right now. Yes, we're going to have Caesars start with the WNBA. I love that Ric Flair coming in, but yeah, Sparks released Derek Fisher from coaching I duties. I saw that. And also that Lanescu news. What What happened? Sabrina? Yeah. Yeah, she was the first WNBA player ever to go off for 25-plus points, 8-plus rebounds, 8-plus assists on 90% shooting. Jeez. She had 28-8-8 off 10 of 11 shooting. Like like we were just um, mentioning before the um, the segment, like three of them were logo threes. They weren't easy shots. She's cold. Yeah, she's probably the best player in the league in yeah my opinion. Oregon Duck and then yeah. we have two games on tap tonight you got Connecticut Sun at minus 2,000 versus the Indiana Fever at plus 920 Jeez, Chicago Sky point spread yeah Chicago Sky at plus 122 and the Mystics minus 150 and then the Aces are shoe in right now to win that WNBA championship at plus 130 those are pretty massive odds for sure yeah um that plus 15 and a half spread, that's an insane spread. Definitely in hit that. In any league. Yeah, yeah, I might definitely hit that. And then in some NWSL news, San Diego's still on top with 13 points. Team USA plays Granada Friday, June 10th in CONCACAF Nations League. A lot of international games are going on, so be sure to look at those odds. And then I'm I'd- looking at the, um, the NWSL on here, by the way. There are two games on today. The Chicago Red Stars versus the Washington Spirit. And the San Diego Wave versus the Portland Thorns. Oh, okay. Um, the Red Stars are are favored. No, actually, it's a, actually you get plus odds no matter which way you go for all these. Oh, okay. It's fascinating. Yeah. Um, 
Who do you like in both those games? I think I like San Diego just because they're, you know, best in the league. And mm -hmm. in the other game, I really don't know. Yeah, it's going to be fascinating. I mean, it can always be a tie, so definitely keep that in mind. Yep, there is a... You have the best odds on here for a draw. Yeah. Which could always happen. Right. And then in PGA Tour news, a lot of guys are heading to that Live Golf Tournament. That's crazy. Offering a lot of money there. Yeah. yeah. They just have money coming out of everywhere there. It's a hard thing to say no to. Especially when you get Phil. You get Bryce JT. Yeah. Yeah. Big names. I wonder how much they're offering. I. It's a lot of money. I got whenever I have kids, decide to have kids. I gotta. They might have to play golf, right? <laughs> golf and baseball. That's yeah. how you make the money in this world right now. And then Canadian Open starts at seven in the morning tomorrow. Scotty Scheffler opens up at plus eight fifty. Those are pretty good odds for a favorite. Yeah, Roy McIlroy at plus nine fifty. But you know how Roy's been doing lately. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't think uh, Tiger's in it. So yeah, that's that's fascinating that he's not. And it, his, he just, I would imagine he's pretty tired. Yeah. I would imagine he needs a bit of a break right now, for right. sure. Both mentally and physically. For sure. Like, he just needs to step away for a second. I think he does. In um, NCAA football news, the current odds on favor to win next year's championship is Alabama. Surprise, surprise there. Yeah. Um, it is, I think, going to change over the next few years who the um, favorite is, specifically with. USC being at plus 2,500 right there. They have the fifth best odds. I think They're, USC will come back? Not this year. I think it's going to take them a year. Yeah. Um, They have Caleb, but, right? They got Caleb Williams. They got the kid from Pittsburgh, who is the um, number one wide receiver in the league wow. last year. Um, This transfer portal is opening up so many different opportunities for kids. Southern California has a lot of money. Yeah. A lot of big boosters willing to pay for championships. I mean, we in saw California. that. In California? Yeah. We saw it, it happen illegally back in the day. Yeah. Get some of the top players. Now it's legal to do it on the transfer portal rankings. They are the number one team in college football with 20 overall commits. Wow. From transfers, including a five-star and six four-stars. So big-name players going there, um, plus obviously the hiring of Lincoln Riley. Yeah. Um, I do like Georgia, though, at plus 350. That's who I would put my money on right now. Okay. Because they didn't lose, they lost a lot of players, but they also get a lot of players. They didn't lose very many on offense, though. And in an offensive-driven league, it's an, it is huge to get a lot of those players back. Yeah. Um, and they fill defense like it's nothing. Losing to Kobe, who's that big guy they had up top? Jordan Davis. Didn't they both go to the Eagles? Yep. Wow. Big draft for them for sure. Um, but if you, I would bet on the Georgia Bulldogs to re okay. repeat again. Yeah. And A&M's right up there. Yep. So that Jimbo and Nick Saban feud can keep going. That that's gonna be fun to watch this yeah. season for sure. Then in some NCAA basketball news, Houston's still a favorite. Still don't get that. That's an odd that's a really weird school to Plus nine fifty, yeah. I'd have to look into it, but Kentucky's still at plus twelve hundred. North Carolina plus twelve hundred and you know, Rock Chalk at plus fourteen hundred. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of these will change just like you said once you get closer to the season and oh yeah, kind of sure. see scrimmages happen and whatnot. Yeah, once you get some more once you get a better sense of who the team looks like, I think those are gonna change. Right. Um there are two schools I want to get your opinion real quick on. Um Duke, how do you think they're gonna look without Coach K? I mean, you saw what North Carolina did without Williams, so obviously yeah. they they'll fare pretty well. I mean 
I just hope Shire doesn't try to be Coach K, you know? I yeah. don't think he will, but no. we'll see. He, got, he has to be his own person, but and it is still Duke. They're still going to get some of the top players For in the sure. country. I mean, that's not going to change whether it's Coach K or not because it is one of the top programs. Um, I think it is going to be a huge vacuum. That's going to be like just a huge hole there. It's going to be really hard to fill if you're Duke. Yeah. Um. So I think this year might be a little bit of a dip. They probably won't be as top of the... I think they're still obviously going to make the March Madness tournament. That would be insane if they didn't. But I think they're going to be a little less of what Duke normally is for yeah. the first year. Who do, who do you think has the most all-time college players in the NBA? Ooh, I did see this. Is it North Carolina? No, it's Kentucky. Is it Kentucky? I can't. That's that's pretty crazy. Followed by UCLA. Oh, that's a fa- that's an intro. They used to be yeah. one of the powerhouses um, back in the day. And then it's North Carolina. Duke. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then the other school I wanted to get your opinion on um, before we move on is Gonzaga. Um, they're bringing back uh, Drew. T- yeah. Yeah, big, they're getting Drew back. That'll be huge for them. Big time player. Yeah. Um, what do you, they always seem to come up short. Always. It's um, just because their conference. It's yeah. weak. Yeah, they need to change conferences because it always deters them come March. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I just want to get your opinion. Like, do you think that's going to be a trend for them again next year? Be dominant all season. Probably end up with a one seed in the tournament. Yeah. And then just come up short. For sure. That's going to be fascinating to watch for Every them. Every year. Do you think? Do you think Drew should have come out into the draft? He should. He should have stayed. No, he should have came back to Gonzaga. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's not. If he could get a three-point shot, then maybe. But, I mean, look at the bigs in the league today. Yeah. Look at Garza. Garza doesn't even play at all for the Pistons. Yeah. And he was player of the year. So. Yeah, that's crazy. I think that's... Or wait, he wasn't player of the year. Yeah, he was he player, was player of, the of the year. Yeah. 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 That's a, that's pretty crazy. Who came back to Kentucky who was the player of the year this year? I forgot their center. I forgot oh, his name. Yeah. I, yeah. Can't, I can't remember his name either, but we'll I know who you're talking it. about. Yeah. Um, and then in some USFL news, the regular season is coming to an end soon. Two more weeks. Um, three of the four playoff spots have been clinched. The only one left is the second seed in the South between the Breakers and the Bandits. So who's in the playoffs right now? The Stallions, who are undefeated. The odds-on favorite to win the whole thing. Your team. I do like watching them play. My Even though you picked them to lose. I My <laughs> team is really the Breakers. Oh, okay. Um, but I do think the Stallions are a fun team to watch. Yeah. And then in the other conference, the Generals are 7-1. and one. It's not too f- far away from the... Stallions, and then the Stars are five and uh, five and three, so those two playoff spots were clinched. And what are the two conferences called? Uh, the North and the South. Oh, okay. Because it's all on the eastern part of the. I think. Oh, the, right. Yeah. I think I. Houston's the most western team in this league, and they're in the South, which makes sense. And then the Breakers can clinch a playoff spot with a win this week, or a Bandits loss. I no, they need a win. Oh, they play the Bandits, huh? Yep, that's okay. right, because they play the Bandits. So whoever wins that pretty much goes to the playoffs? Um, the Bandits do need a win and then another win the next week. Oh, okay. So they they need to win two games. Um, But yeah, I think, you know, I think the Stallions are a very impressive team. They do it on both sides of the ball. Yeah. Um, Who's the worst team in this league so far? The Maulers or the Panthers. They're both 1-7 and seven, um, in the Northern Conference. and. Wow. The problem is the Smallers, I was watching them play the other day, and their defense is atrocious. Really? They can't get stops, and they don't know. I've never seen so many missed tackles Damn. before, and then the Panthers just have 
bad quarterback play. Paxton Lynch is their starter. Oh, we know from geez. too much experience here yeah. what that leads to. Um, so I think I do think the Breakers are going to clinch that last spot, but it's going to be really fascinating to watch the last couple weeks for sure. But yeah, it's definitely exciting. I mean, I'm happy you got me into it. I mean, it took some pushing and shoving, but definitely got me into it. Yeah, it's fun. It's just football in the spring with a few extra little tweaks yeah. here and there. I think it's I think it's doing what it intended. It'll be sure. successful for sure. Yeah. And then in some basketball news, Big Three starts August 28th. Like we said, Glenn Rice Jr. was selected first. I like watching the Big Three here and there. I mean, when yeah. nothing's on, I like tuning in. I like seeing Ice Cube give these guys a chance to, you know, still show what they got. Mm-hmm. Tino Mobley. I mean, who else was in there? Reggie Evans. Reggie Evans was a nugget. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's kind of like uh, Draymond before Draymond. Mm-hmm. I do like the... I do like the big three. Um, it's very similar to what the USFL is trying to do. You know, it's, yeah. it's just keeping basketball around all year, getting guys who didn't have as many chances in the NBA as right. they probably could have. Um, so I do think, I do like what they're trying to do. And they also just get other guys from like Drew League mm-hmm. and G Leagues. And Some street ballers. Yeah. Those kind of guys. Euro League guys. Yeah. yeah. It's super I do cool. think it's a very successful thing that they're doing there. Yeah. And then um, going to the NFL, the Browns have excused Baker Mayfield from mandatory minicamp. I think that's fascinating, especially with the just ongoing thing going on with Deshaun Watson. It gets <laughs> worse and worse for him every day. It seems another person came out. The Up to te- 24. Yep. The Texans provided different information with what was going on than what Deshaun Watson provided. Wow. Because they Deshaun said that the team provided the it was like thirty-three massages over his entire career with the Texans with non disclosure <laughs> agreements. But then the Texans came out and said that he has re- he requested it was like sixty-eight over basically two years. Wow. Which is it was like seventeen months or Dude, something like that. The Browns are just a laughing stock. Like it's not funny, but it's a laughing stock because they continuously are bad. Yeah, get a guy who changed their franchise for the better. Do the way, do him the way they did him. Mm-hmm. Excuse him from minicamp and sign a guy to the highest contract we've seen in a while. And there's and a, he may not play at all. There's a good chance he may never play football. Yeah, and then they get Kareem Hunt who punted a yeah. lady on camera. It's like Browns are just they're asking for what they're getting for sure. I mean, if the, if the Browns fans really feel the way that they do which i hope they feel the way they do they need to do what the a's are doing they need to boycott games not go yep. to it do what the reds are doing yeah for sure hit the owner where it hurts his pockets yeah but until then you're just a laughing stock and for those betting odds for cleveland i would just not even touch them yeah no i think they are going to finish last in that division now you're still believing in the Bengals? oh yeah the yeah. Bengals are gonna win that division think ravens man <laughs> That's going to be interesting to watch. Yeah, but who cares about Watson? <laughs> anyway, Cam Newton is open to being a backup. Fascinating. I. It's tough to see him as a backup because it's tough to see him being okay with it. You know, I think he, he'll be if he's saying it. Yeah, I think I think he is. I, I do believe him when he says he is okay with it. Right. But then it comes to a situation where if he goes to a place where he may be just as good as the starter and they lose a couple of games, um, let's say he goes to like Carolina. Like yeah. he back goes back to Carolina. Mm. Right? They have a rookie. If Sam Darnold's falling, they're not gonna 
play Cam. They're going to play the rookie. Right. You know, so it's a really tough situation. He has had a very similar rise and fall as Westbrook. Yeah. A physically dominant player whose body just seems to be giving up on him. Right. I do hope he makes it back in the league. It's more fun with Cam, obviously. For sure. Um, I do still think he's a good player, but I I think his days as a starter is over. Yeah. I think he, if he is willing to be a backup, I don't think there's any real harm in taking him on. Right. Um, obviously, big news in, um, for in Denver, they have a new owner, Rob Walton and company. There's been a few other people chipping in here or there with the sale. Um, I think this is huge for the Broncos having the wealthiest owner in sports. I just hope he takes notes of what Pat Boland did um, and just hired the right guys, stayed away. He just provided money. He provided facilities, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Don't be Jerry Jones. We'll see. Don't get involved. Just yeah. hire the right people. Let them run the franchise. You just... Just own it. Yeah. Show up to games, hold the trophy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's then, all I'm hoping for. Yeah. Then I saw Steve Young has mentored Trey Lance heavily, and Trey has been receptive. So that's that's a good sign. Good to see. Lots of question marks from him in camp so far. I think it's really good for him to reach out to all time greats and let let learn be okay with learning. Right. That's a huge step for young athletes for sure. Um, Rogers wants to finish his career as a Packer. Shocker. I think it's guaranteed he's going to finish <laughs> yeah, his career as a Packer. What? I also think it's guaranteed he's not going to play the rest of that contract. I think he is looking at a one, maybe two more years okay. in Green Bay. That's just my yeah. personal opinion. I do think he will finish. Pack, yeah. You know? Then I saw DK not present for camp. That's that's fascinating considering how glowing he was about Drew yeah. all off season. How much he's been wanting to let people know he's a um, Seahawk for life. Right. And now he's not there. That's really interesting. Yeah. What's your uh, take on that? Just like you said, I mean, it's pretty wild. He was heavy on Drew. Obviously, he seems maybe not, like he's not wants a new contract, but maybe Seattle doesn't want to give it to him. Yeah, I think it's fascinating. And then lastly, before we hit our last break, um, Debo expected to attend camp. I think that's huge. Huge. Um, with his contract negotiation going on with Trey Lance, learning to develop, try and get to being a um, what the Niners need out of him. They have a very weird offseason, and I think it's huge having... Um, Debo, just be present. Yeah. Just letting them know that he is still a Niner. Um, what's your take on that real quick? Totally agree. I mean, we'll see a new Debo. Maybe he won't play as much running back. Maybe mm -hmm. that's what he's talked about. But, I mean, he's a running back, too. Yeah. They, <laughs> they can't just not do it. Right. They need him to play that role sometimes. We're going to hit our last break. And on the other side, we're going to give you our best bets. This is the Denver Sports Betting Show. We're back with our last segment of the day, our best bet segment. I'm going to open up with a big nine-game parlay for the MLB today. I've got the Diamondbacks getting the win against the Reds. Kelly is pitching for the Diamondbacks. I've, I'm giving them one more chance before I stop betting on, on them. And then I have the Astros at minus one and a half over the Mariners. Yeah. The Cubs getting the win over the Orioles. Braves beating the Athletics. Yankees beating the Twins. Dodgers minus one and a half over the White Sox. Okay. Um, I got the Brewers getting the win against the Phillies. For some reason, the Brewers are underdogs in that game. I don't. And they're home. I don't get it. Phillies are hot. That's why. They're yeah. Just hot, hot. I hot, I still hot, like hot. the Brewers in that game. Um, I got the Red Sox one and a half over the Angels today. 
And then I've got the Giants one and a half over the Rockies. And what does that put you at? Um, that comes out to plus twenty eight thousand six hundred and two. Jeez. So please, massive odds. I would absolutely love if that hits. I think all of them have a pretty decent chance to need it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what's your first bet? Um, I got Marlins at minus one and a half. Alcantara's pitching. And I'm going with Astros at minus 140. Okay. Probably staying away from Diamondbacks Reds. Still don't know there. Going with Braves minus one and a half over the A's. And going with the Giants minus one and a half over the Rockies. Even bet. though they won last night, but I don't. Yeah, wow. Sensatella is pitching tonight. He is even, he's had an even rougher season than Herman, especially against above 500 teams. I think. Taking the Giants tonight is a good bet for sure, unfortunately. But Rocky's got Giants number this year. Off and on. The I streak mean, ended. Yeah. One there. I mean, got to start somewhere, you know? Right. For sure. Um, what does that come out to? Oh, I just deleted it. Oh, okay. Yeah. It had to have been pretty decent. Odds. Yeah, it was high. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I have a six-pick parlay for the Warriors-Celtics tonight. Okay. I've got the Celtics winning. Talked about that earlier. Um, Brown over 23 and a half points, Tatum over 28 and a half points, Curry over 30 and a half points with Draymond having over five and a half assists. He averages about seven. So I think that's a pretty decent, um, hit there. And yeah. then Curry five plus threes. I think he was going to get to 30. He's going to have to hit those threes. Um, and that comes out to plus 2,200 odds. Dang. I like that. Yeah. The one, I think the one thing you would have changed and that would have made the odds actually even even bigger is if um, I picked the Warriors. Um, Warriors winning. Yeah. Which would have been a big bet for sure. Yeah. I got Warriors, and then I have 35-plus for Curry points, rebounds, mm-hmm. assists. Clay, three-plus, uh, three-pointers made, and Draymond, one-plus block. That puts you okay. at plus 475. Oh, nice. I like it for yeah. sure. And then I'm just getting my last one in for this one. Where... Can you put the over on that too? No. Dang it. And then I have a three-game parlay to finish it out for um, the next couple of days. I've got the Celtics getting the win tonight, the Rangers getting the win tomorrow, and then the Breakers getting the win against the um, Tampa Bay Bandits. That comes out to plus 475 odds. That's weird. It is a weird bet. <laughs> no, but like it was the same odds I just said. Oh, that is weird. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> um, and then do you have another? No. That's All right. it tonight. All right, I like it. That's all the time we have for you today, everyone. Thank you, Caesar, for coming on. Great show as always. Always. Have a great rest of your day, everyone. This is the Denver Sports Betting Show.